Tune in this weekend car audio. Audio. Tune in. Tune in. Tune in. We'll be talking about bass. Talking about chips. Talking about rings. You ain't got them. Zip your lip. You got a problem you ever found? Check your grounds. The show about to start. Start. Tune in. 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 This week in car audio, audio. Yeah, yeah. Tune in, tune in. This week in car audio. Welcome to This Week in Cardio with your host, the judge, Doug Stockton, co-hosted by Jeffrey Fernandez. What's up, Jeffrey? Uh, nothing much, Doug. How you doing? I'm doing still stuck in Reno. Kind of sucks. Oh, <laughs> bummer. It is a bummer. But um, I bet you your uh, your wallet uh, is faking you. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, like I was telling uh, these other guys here, um, chat is disabled for this live okay. stream. Well, that's interesting. I've never had a chat disabled before. Hmm. That'll make it difficult to have a conversation with the public. Yes. Well, good thing it's uh, not disabled on uh, Facebook. It looks like uh, I'm getting a weird uh, uh, setup on the uh, monitors. Well, it's showing Sean Sickles. Oh, and... that's because I have not uh, changed it. Oh, okay. Let me. It looks like. Oh, because I pushed the wrong one. There we go. I can go. see half of Ray's face and half of my face. Yeah. <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> Oh, so I can, I can see uh, YouTube. Um, anyway, uh, so how was your week, Jeffrey? Why don't you tell me about your week? Uh, it has been good. Um, you're talking about this week. It's only Monday. but <laughs> <laughs> um, Overall, uh, it, it last, uh, last week wasn't too bad. Um, just, you know, try to come up with ideas. You know, I got a show going on this Sunday and, uh, you know, we're, we're in those, what we used to call, you know, when I used to compete uh, back in the day, we used to call this the down season. The downtime. Every time after world finals, you know, you hit, you hit winter and then there's like no shows until, you know, forbidden fantasy, uh, in March when right. that kicks off the, you know, the whole show. But, uh, <clears throat> So, yeah, so just trying to, you know, get shows up and going again, uh, you know, right after finals. And uh, it's kind of proved to be a little bit of a challenge. And it, it more so it's just kind of weather related, I guess. But uh, hopefully for, for like everybody. I, I remember uh, Dan got on the podcast here, says he doesn't bring his uh, trailer out till spring. So <laughs> uh, sediments felt by a lot of uh, competitors. Dan got but... on the podcast. Hey, you know, we're going to do what we uh, got to uh, do and uh, trailer out know, till spring. Never too early to start getting points, I guess, right? Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> um, hold on, wait. I got, I got that one working. Uh, let me see if I can't uh, get this other one working now. Bam. Slow and steady always wins. Yeah. Slow and steady. <laughs> All right, looks so like we got a couple of people chiming in on YouTube here. We got uh, SQ Sounds out of Barbados saying, hey, good night. Uh, we oh, got yeah. Woody McDonald. Oh, there we uh, go. Now I got the chat working. Oh, you got it? Cool. I do. So um, there we go. Cool. All right. Now I'm going to get back to here, which now if anybody types anything, it'll pop up. <laughs> Golden. So, yes. Start typing it in. All right, guys. Um so now that I got everything set up, I got everything shared. Uh, our guests this week are going to be Ray Choi. Um, that will be the bottom left of your screen and Wyatt Meyer. Uh, somebody type in something just so I can see and make sure it pops up in here. Um, but anyway, um, those are our guests. These are our judges. So if you guys have some questions, uh, this would be the week to post them up there. Um, let's see. Anybody type anything yet? I haven't uh, seen anything I, here. I did a test on YouTube. Oh, let me see here. Let me fix my thing here. I'm going to test this one. Oh, yeah, that's the YouTube one. Did not pop up. Let me see. AX. Um, 
Anyway, uh, Ray, why don't you tell us real quick your judging history and whatnot while I'm trying to figure this out? Well, I don't have a very big history. I've been just doing it for a while. (laughs) Being modest. Yeah, I mean, I've done a few shows um, globally. Um, I'd like to continue to do some more shows globally. Um, Judging has come a long way. And uh, the more we travel and the more we see, the better it becomes. Uh, Stuff that I see elsewhere, we bring back home and stuff that I take to them. You know, we spread the knowledge and, uh, you know, things that we see here are different than things that we see in Europe and things that we see in Brazil and Australia and stuff like that. Um, even in the UK, you know, with all the right-hand drive vehicles, um, Japan, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. Yep. All right. And Wyatt, why don't you tell us about you? Yeah. So for those of you that I haven't ran into at finals or any of my local shows, uh, I judge up in Wisconsin, mainly the Mideast uh, of the United States haven't been any any uh, global shows like Ray. I'm not a world traveler, um, <laughs> and been doing it for I think like five six years now. So okay, uh, yeah, and you kind of took over for um, Jeremy Creamer or no, not sorry, uh, Jeremy Little Jeremy um, Weber Weber Weber. <laughs> yes, sorry about yep. that. Um, let's see here. Let me see if I can't uh, get this corrected. Control V. Yeah, there we go. Now let's try some testing in here and see if I can get some of these things. I mean, realistically, if I go to the U.S., that's considered international borders. So, I mean. <laughs> it is. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, Ray has uh, helped judge Autorama multiple times. World Finals judge. How many World Finals have you done, Ray? I don't even remember <laughs> a lot. My first one was in 2001, I think, maybe. Oh, really? Maybe 2002. It was pretty early. Okay. Um, yeah, because um, my first one was um, 2005. So Was it? Yeah, 2005. I got Jose Ramos in here. Uh, he's one of the guys that's going to be... Yeah, for some reason it's not popping up on here this week. I don't know. Anyway, so I don't know. I'd have to look. Uh, I can watch. Uh, I can see the things, comments. I just won't be able to post them on the on the Facebook page. Uh, yep, I won't. We got hello from Eric. Um, if you guys have rules questions, this is uh, the time to do it. We'll um, we'll ask. If you guys happen to see something that I miss, uh, let me know. Um, Anyway, uh, Ray, did you see anything at World Finals that may have stuck out to you? Um, what do you mean when you say stuck out? It was there a a oh wrong Jose. There was lots this of positive feedback. Um, oh yeah. So so what were your thought? Uh, what did you come up with? Oh, real quick. Um, just want to say thank you to our sponsors, Voodoo Customs, uh, Ebox, and Crossfire Car Audio. Without them, it makes it more difficult to run these shows. Um, and then, uh, like, okay. So one of the questions real quick is says, uh, anything changing for next year? Uh, it's too early for that. Uh, we haven't had a judges, um, a judges meeting as of yet. I think we're um, all decompressing right now. We are, <laughs> especially, uh, Wayne and Celise. So it's like, they're, they're just MIA for like the next couple of weeks and stuff. So, uh, <laughs> It's That's a lot. what we're doing right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Especially I mean, for them. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. managing the whole entire thing and getting everybody mm-hmm. coordinated and stuff like that, especially this year being like it was multi-venue, uh, you know, four locations, you know, in Europe, Canada, and two locations in the U.S., right? It just, it's a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do, do you anticipate seeing any changes for next year, Ray? Uh-huh. Well, I mean, I got lots of positive feedback from all my guys and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, as far as participation, I mean, if we don't have a a remote location or satellite location in Canada, basically you can count on potentially one, two, maybe three competitors come to finals in the U.S., right? Because it's it's a huge 
costs, right? I mean, not yeah. only are you have to take like a week and a half off work, for example, because you had to drive down there and then the fuel costs, the meal costs, the hotel costs, stuff like that, right? So it, it starts to add up, you know, relatively quickly versus, you know, if it's somewhat local. Uh-huh. I mean, I had a guy that was from Winnipeg. I mean, he drove 14 hours to get here, but that's still a lot less than, you know, 36 to get to the U.S. somewhere. And I mean, the, the time off work is, you know, a lot less, right? So, right. Yeah, uh, time off work, that's a cost that you have to figure into what it costs you to go to finals, too. Um, yeah, for sure. That, that's not free. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Jimbo, oh, you're going to send Jimbo to Owensboro. Uh, Jimbo will, <laughs> if, if that, if they do not have Canadian finals, I believe you guys would go to Owensboro, right? Because that would be the closer one for you? Nope, California is definitely closer. Oh, it is. Oh. Yeah, California's 27 hours driving and Owensboro's 36. Oh, okay. Oh, dude, considerably closer. Substantially. Yeah. I mean, that's 16 hours of driving re- alone. So, yeah. yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, Wyatt, do you see any changes for next year? Yeah, I don't really see anything major. Um, you know, I, I feel like both us judges and the competitors, we're a little bit fatigued, right? Because we've had a few not super major, but class shuffles and, and other, you know, clarifications and rule ads. So I think, you know, the, the less changes we can make for next year, maybe it comes down to just making some clarifications. Um, you know, I know there were a few things in Owensboro that, you know, as uh, Jeffrey, myself, Darren, you know, we were walking around prejudging. It's kind of like, well, you know, we, we saw some stuff and it's like, you know, it doesn't, violate anything right but it's like it should be called out um and so maybe some just minor tweaks really is what i kind of see uh, who knows once we get all of us judges together uh maybe someone else saw something different in their area and we need to make a a major change but i hope not personally okay uh would you do you have any of that stuff you'd like to share that uh potentially that you saw that would be borderline yeah, I don't remember anything specifically with with the cars. I think Jeffrey and I both talked for a little bit around more clarification just between like Cyclone and uh, Freestyle and how that transfers over to drag. Because there were sometimes, you know, we had some conversations and it's like, you know, well, Pro Stock 5K and drag says you can't do this, you know, and you have those weird scenarios where it's, you know, you have a wall vehicle while they're automatically in Super Street wall. Right. Um, in those other classes, right? Even though we have the wall 5k class. And so some of those things where it's, it's, I think just more for us as judges to not have a gray area to be, you know, kind of be able to look at it and go, well, this directly applies from here to here. And so there's no doubt about it, right? Right now we're just kind of like, you know, it, we're carrying over what we feel needs to be carried over, right? So I think more around that piece. Uh, so, so in the newer formats, the Cyclone right. and... Uh, freestyle. Um, yep, exactly. How, how about Ray? Do you see anything that you feel may need to be tweaked or anything like that? No, I mean the the rules have been pretty consistent as far as on they the have. DB drag racing side, um, which has been fantastic, which has kind of stabilized a lot of things. Um, I don't hear any big outcry for you know we have to have this class or we need to get rid of this class or something anything like that. Okay. Um, why it's right though, like there's definitely some stuff that doesn't overlap very well when you have your freestyle classes and you have your db drag racing classes um and you know db drag you do have a you know pro stock wall 5k class but if you're in that class you automatically get bumped to you know freestyle wall which you're definitely not going to stand a chance against anybody that's in a real wall vehicle right because they're they're not limited by power they're you know versus the the wall 5k guy that's pro stock right i mean in in theory you could like in in freestyle you could have an a super street x vehicle right yeah so you can get right and i think there was uh in europe or whatever i think they did like a 70 something in like Oof. in freestyle wall right or street super street wall something uh, like that we uh, we didn't do so well in that class so uh i, I kind of <laughs> packed up prior to that um no the, and then uh, yeah i mean cy- cyclone i mean there's just so the the the, ma- the only complaint that i hear about cyclone and Top Dog and um, or specifically uh, base race and Top Dog is, you know, competitors wish there was a few more tracks than what there is. There, there, 
I mean, the tracks are about five frequencies off. And if you're a guy like Jimbo, for example, I mean, he'll belt out like a a 65 or 66 or whatever. But because, you know, all of the boom check tracks are very far off, like he still does like he'll still do like a 59, no problem. But it's harder on his equipment because it's nowhere near where it it wants to peak, Right. So he's got to push it to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. But Um, uh, Joel. he his name's in Japanese, I believe, is what he told us when he was on the thing. Uh, he says, "Hello, Ray. Greetings from Mr. Pankadow. Um, David Hunt, uh, he's out of the Tennessee area. He competes there in Tennessee. Says SS2K would be nice if we had enough people interested in that class. So uh, Ray, being is um, you've been involved with DB Drag on the World Finals level and rules and whatnot for so long." Um, why do we eliminate change combined classes in general? As well, we want to simplify things typically. Right. Um, and I mean, yeah, yeah, whoever made that note is, is not incorrect. It, it's about, you know, participation, right? Like you can't support a class that's not going to have participation. I understand where he's coming from. Like if there mm-hmm. was a super street, like 2k class, there's a lower cost of entry, if you want to call it that, because right. you could do like a full build and save on some of the equipment because you're not in a really big super street category right right and, and 2k realistically i mean you can go 215s and 2000 watts and even if you go high-end stuff you're what would you say jeffrey um for crossfire a couple of tens that run on 2k so probably some bmfs would be about the right subs to run for some 2k uh, you know, for 2K total power. Um, uh, I would suggest the Neos. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, everybody on the Neos. I mean, I mean, if, I mean, okay. if you, you want to, I mean, that, the Neos will probably okay. get people where they want to be at. Okay, so that's if, what, $600 a sub or $800 a sub, something mm-hmm. like that? No? I, I haven't bought any, so. <laughs> oh, really? So yeah. they're in like the $1,600 range? Um, I would say Retail. probably maybe like team prices you can probably get away with just being a little bit over a thousand but okay. um so I you mean, say fifteen hundred dollars right so your yeah. your two thousand watt amp what's your crossfire two thousand go for i don't know what five hundred bucks four hundred bucks retail yeah so yeah, so you're looking at five hundred bucks plus so you're looking at forty five hundred dollars to be all in at the 2k price for for equipment i i think to be like on the uh uh top of top end of the com- competition of uh, the mm-hmm. competitors um but uh wow if you could probably you know get away with like maybe uh just under that maybe some some xt3s xt4s which is which would be below the neos uh-huh. they're you know still with the ferrite motors um but man we've we've seen in the past it, you can run neos you could run you know the ferrites it's just about testing, um, mm-hmm. finding out what what's going to work well for you, um, yeah. and it's not only that you're you know you're also doing stuff to the vehicle. You know you're deadening it. Uh, yeah. uh, you know b- big things like that it, it can all be taken into consideration. Yeah. Um, so, but, but I mean, just say so. Realistically, you can be nationally competitive with about a five thousand dollar system, right? at 2k a whole bunch of elbow grease, grease and a whole bunch of work <laughs> oh dude so much work we we've had so many people on here that came in and showed us showed us their um testing book uh i'm sure you have one ray uh jeffrey <laughs> jeffrey posted his on facebook just i don't know what oh, yeah. two three weeks ago so yeah. um mine is i actually have a a three ring binder that's i don't know probably <laughs> inch and a half thick so, and that just sits in a file now. So, um, but anyway, uh, so the, the reason we change classes and we move classes around and try and combine them is ultimately the goal is not to displace any current competitors. But if there's only three people participating at world finals, we have zero reason to have that class as a class for world finals. Is that right with you guys? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that doesn't I get it. I mean, cost for the trophy for that class. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, here, 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 here's the competitor standpoint. Yeah. I mean, the term lab is so accurate 
everybody looks online and goes, well, listen, I see their numbers. I see, I, I, I know what I do. I don't stand a chance. I'm not going to go. Right. <laughs> and that's kind of like a, a, in my opinion, like a bad way to do it. Like you should go for the experience, you know, you should yes. go and support the things that you like to do. Right. If, if we don't support them at, at the highest levels, it's going to dissipate. It's going to go away. Right. If you want it to continue, you have to put the time and effort into doing it and show your support by going to shows and, you know, passing it on to your friends and getting them to come in and join it. Otherwise, it's going to go to waste because at the end of the day, we all have to make a living. Mm-hmm. You know, money has to come from somewhere. And unless somebody's got really deep pockets and wants to fund it all, it's it's hard. Right. This way, I mean, everybody puts in a little bit into the pot, like at your local shows, you get 20 guys they each put in 20 bucks. Now you have like, you've made enough money to cover the trophies and the cost of the event and stuff like that, et cetera, et cetera. But, and that's the exact same thing with, you know, world finals. Right. Like mm-hmm. if we want to continue to have large events like that, we got to have participation because the dollars have to come from somewhere. Sure. There's like, you know, portion that comes from the, you know, trophy sponsors and selling booths and stuff like that but we still need participation in order to get that number up right absolutely um so uh why um is there any so i think you i think he might be talking about street stock 2k which isn't i just replied to his comment yes, but i see that you know that isn't a whole lot different than pro stock 2k right it just allows right. you you don't have the restrictions of needing the airbags uh needing to be licensed insured to drive stuff like that Fre- frequency cap Frequency yep. caps different, Raises you know. Frequency so. cap. Yep. Otherwise, okay. it's fairly similar. Um, so if you competed in that in the past, I mean, that's definitely a, a good one to still be in. It just gives you a little more flexibility around some of those requirements that some of the guys that maybe have older vehicles or something they can't meet mm-hmm. some of the street stock requirements, right? So. Chris Gregory had something posted on Facebook, but I don't remember what it was. Um, yeah, he had a question. Uh, uh, Wyatt, do you, you have anything planned for your area to try and build participation and stuff? Or um, Nothing in particular. My hope okay. next year is, uh, you know, I've got one guy that, Daniel Tate, he has been to finals <clears throat> two years in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, this past year, he came down, he competed in every single format, um, which was awesome to see. Even some that he knew that maybe he wouldn't be competitive, uh, you know, looking at the scores, he came down and he actually did pretty well because, you know, some guys had issues with their system or went over on power, whatever the case was, right? I mean, you never know what's going to happen in the lane. Um, So my hope is to try to get more of my guys to come not only participate uh, up where I'm at, but also make the drive down to finals and make it worth it, right? And so... Mm -hmm. That's something that this year I'm going to try to push a little more. So, you know, uh, for the guys that attend my show, I haven't quite figured out how I'm going to do it yet, but I'm going to sponsor one person's finals entry so that maybe someone who hasn't gone before, they can be like, hey, I get a free entry. So now it's worth my my time to go down, right? So try to get someone else down, get that word of mouth going. Um, You know, I usually have fairly good participation in like cyclone and freestyle. Right. And I, I know, you know, different areas are different, but that tends to be where the guys really like to, to compete in and feel that they're really competitive and they enjoy it. Right. Um, Cyclone, you can play your music track. A lot of my guys up here are demo guys have some crazy builds for that kind of stuff. And so they just enjoy, you know, they, they really aren't into the uh, I'm going to test and tune and, and spend every weekend doing that kind of thing, which is perfectly fine. Um, you know, they, they like to build and go, you know, cruise around, sit in a parking lot or come to a show and, and play all day. Right. Mm-hmm. So just a different, different, uh, way to look at it. Right. And so figuring out how to kind of get those guys to be like, Hey, well, you can go to finals, you know, um, hey, and base, race and, base race yeah, and top base race and top dog. Absolutely. Um, they can all participate in that. Ray, um, Ray's a fairly creative guy. If, uh, you guys don't know. <laughs> Um, do you have anything, um, planned, uh, or to try and get more participation for you at world finals, uh, for next year? Well, it starts with grassroots movement is what I call it. Absolutely. Um, you're never going to get a guy to go to finals unless you expose him to, you know, the, the fun event of DB drag racing. Um, so two years ago, I started an initiative, um, I call it grassroots. I was taking the show to everybody's you know, backyard basically. Uh, so we, I mean, 
I, I drove 14 hours to Winnipeg to put on a show, which I only had like three competitors at. Ooh, that's a tough day. But I mean, if you don't introduce it to anybody right. yeah. and you don't take it to them and they've never seen it before, mm-hmm. you're never going to get them to drive to my show, like, which is 14 hours away. Right. Right. So uh, rule of thumb is if you have a hundred guys competing at the one X level, mm-hmm. you might get 50 guys at the two X level and then 25 guys at the three X level and maybe like a half a dozen guys at the, at the four X level. Right? right. So you have to have a lot of one X shows to get out there and just introduce the sport to people. And if you can put it in their backyard on a weekend, that really helps with it because they're like, Hey, you know what? I got nothing going on this weekend. I got to see, I'm going to pop in and just see what it's all about. And then once they catch the bug, mm-hmm. you know, cause I mean, all of the events are quite fun, right? I mean, yes. we're pretty inclusive as far as, you know, family and we have hair tricks at our events and stuff like that. We have really good awards and stuff like that. So there's just a lot of good presentation. I mean, DB drag racing has these amazing, you know, pop-up tents and stuff like that, that look good, really good. They catch your eye from like 200, 300, 400 feet away. And they're like, Hey, what's that? And they'll walk over. Right. Especially once they hear the music. Right. Right. So, uh, yeah. Eric Hansen wants to know what's a Forex Jeffrey and how does he get involved in one? <laughs> oh, Forex. Uh, if you look at it from a judge's, uh, standpoint forex is uh basically i would say like a it, title given no no to it's the, only the, world finals that's the only right time is oh okay forex event right from a competitor standpoint yeah yes. it's uh it, it would it's finals um but if you're looking at it from a judge's point of view it's a title given to a judge who's presided as a head judge at world finals i'm not exactly sure for which standpoint eric was uh talking about but yeah uh, like you said doug forex would be uh, considered world finals. World finals. Uh, Wyatt, you're a Forex certified judge also, right? So uh, the four of us are, and I believe Jeremy, and is that all the Forex certified judge in North America? Oh, well, yeah, not uh, North America. Yeah, I think that's- Jeremy. Yeah, because I don't think Chet, I think Chet's only 3X. And then Kimo's 3X, and uh, I don't know about um, uh, Andy's uh, and, 3X, and uh, yeah, and Idaho. Andy's 3X. So yeah, I think that's all the 4X judges. So um, anyway, just so you know, that's the 4X judging judges versus 3X. And uh, there's a couple of 2X judges out there, like Chris Gregory and. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Ross, Brandon, Brandon Rosser, um, because they still want to compete. So then they only got certified at a 2X level. Um, let's see here. Uh, Joel says, um, that's my objective. I drove Canada to introduce Pankadow. So that's his, he, <laughs> he did. He absolutely drove he all the way up to Canada and wanted to, and for the sole purpose of introducing Pankadow to the Canadian oh, guys. Uh, how was cool. he received out there? Oh, he was very well received. Everybody loved his stereo. And basically all the competitors asked if we could have Punkadow at like every show from that show <laughs> until the end of the season. And I'm like, you guys know that it is not offered at finals, right? Like, yeah, but it's so much fun. We got to do it. And I'm like, all right. So yeah. we did it. Yeah. Uh, actually for finals, um, he just did an exhibition. I- I'm sure yeah. you remember when we did exhibition of base race at world finals one year yeah. in Oklahoma. And it was just an exhibition. And um, that's how it starts, right? Is we get a format, we do an exhibition of it, um, get interested in it, and then it has the opportunity to grow into a finals class. So uh, for you guys that are interested in that, please continue. I mean, he he literally texted me and says, hey, I want to start doing Pankadow. I'll come to every show if you offer it. Sure, I offered it. Um, so he started showing up to shows and having a good time with it. So, um, it is a interesting format (laughs) to say the least. Um, a good thing about it is we really good for say like the demo guys, but that's what Cyclone's about too, is really about the demo guys. You open up the driver door, you get people in there. Um, it's an opportunity for you guys to show off your systems. Um, I don't know, Ray, if you have the same issues that Jeffrey and I, I don't know if Wyatt has them, but guys just show up to shows and they demo. Now, that doesn't help the overall show. It helps people attend the show, but if there's no value in having the show, 
then the locations aren't going to continue to have shows. So, is yeah, that so you're talking about guys that just want to come use your event to, you know, show off their systems and, <laughs> yes. you know, use your spectators to show off their stereos and stuff like that. And make YouTube videos and. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, is that an issue up in Canada too? Uh, we don't have too many of those. No, I okay. mean, just about everybody that comes. I mean, we get the odd person that, you know, comes, but mm -hmm. they don't have really big systems and stuff like that. They're just, no. they have small systems. And they want to check out the big systems, right? So, yep. how about you, Wyatt? Is that a become an issue with you guys at all or no you know i usually charge uh if guys are just coming to demo i charge a, you know a lower fee yeah at the gate just to help because they're contributing to the whole event right so they're yep. helping pay for the awards pay for the venue uh you know all that stuff so yeah um but it's not that much more to just compete so that's where i usually try yeah. to push people to be like well hey for you know 10 more bucks or whatever why don't you just jump in and you might get an award right Right. Um, and so more of those guys have started coming over to, you know, jumping in and being like, hey, mm -hmm. I've never done this before. You right. know, I've been to shows and uh, let's give it a try. And so that's what I think Cyclone has done a really good job of doing is pulling, you know, those people, including those uh, people that are tailored more to that demo side and, and giving them a chance to win an award. Right. Because at, at a lot of the shows, the guys that aren't going to finals, they don't care whether it's a one, two or three X. They're there for the right. show. Right. Uh, and so they want, you know, whatever the award is you're giving out for the day to be recognized, right? And so uh, that, you know, that's pretty cool for them. So, yeah. Well, so I do have that issue here in California. We'll be, we'll do a show at Nyman Shop. There'll be a hundred plus cars there. And then we'll get maybe 18 of them will participate. And you'll have over a hundred cars there. So well, um, I, I do know, and that's not a gated area. Um, you know, it, it's literally, you just come on the street. Um, we have resorted to kicking them out of the parking lot area and saving mm -hmm. the parking lot spots for the actual competitors. Um, but you know, because that, that only makes sense, right? Cause it's a small strip mall thing, right? We only have maybe 45 spots. And so, you know, Anybody that's a competitor always gets a spot, no matter what. Um, how about you, Jeffrey, out there at Crossfire? You get the demo guys out there too, or? Well, um, believe it or not, it 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 didn't start off as bad as I thought it was going to be. Uh, maybe okay. maybe it's a California thing, right? Coming from California, right. I, it it started to be a problem, and then when I came out here, I kind of wanted to nip it in the bud right away so like why i did i was i was uh you know charging uh, a demo with what i call the demo pass so essentially uh the venue that uh i was hosting events at crossfire there's basically two entrances you can get into so i blocked both of them off right <laughs> and then one entrance you're only allowed to come in one entrance so at that point i'm like signing up competitors oh are you demoing uh are you coming in here demo boom it's it's you know so much um and i i think that uh you know after a while there wasn't really a need for that because it wasn't so much that uh, the demo people would um you know which i've seen in the past would, would shut the show down but it actually assisted in it maybe now in the in its early stages um but um, you know i kind of stopped doing that you know the uh, the extra demo pass you know you're coming in just uh, and and I got to thank the competitors and uh, a lot of the uh, other guys too to kind of um, I guess police it. But like when we do special stuff, like when we do the awards or you know when we're uh, you know doing head to head in some cases, uh, basically they'll say, oh let let me let the guy know you know no demos right now and you know stuff like that. So it hasn't been that bad. Um, okay. But then again, I mean it's probably the venue we're in um we're not really uh next to uh, a restaurant or something like that where the demo guy is just blasting you know for a whole hour straight uh we're, we're in an industrial area where you know some of that's probably you know gonna attract some people to come and check it out so it's not as bad but um you know hopefully yeah. it stays that way <laughs> uh david wayne hunt says no hashtag no demo bro <laughs> Um, uh, so I did see a question on there. Was Jimbo going to Autorama? 
And uh, Ray, <laughs> right now you guys plan on going? Yeah, as long as nothing crazy happens. Like last year we planned to come to Autorama too, but I went <laughs> to get my passport renewed so I could come. And uh, then the entire Canadian government shut down because they yeah. all went on strike. All like 10,000 you know, <laughs> Canadian employees for the government. So they shut everything down. So I'm like, well, they have my old passport, which I could have tried to use to get across, but I had nothing. So I couldn't come across at all. Yeah. How, how far is the border from you? Uh, if I drive straight, uh, five, about five and a half hours to the border. That, that's a, a 10 hour drive if they turn you back from that. Yeah. <laughs> that would not be fun. No, it would not. Um, anyway, so, uh, oh, oh, is Jimbo uh, going to be on the podcast next week? That's a good question. I don't know. I haven't seen him in a while. Oh, really? He's yes. not living with you anymore? No, he hasn't been living with me for like a couple of years. Oh, I did not. Well, that's not that. true. Okay. I did see him like on Saturday night, but I didn't <laughs> talk about the podcast or anything. No, like that. I know. No, I, ha <laughs> I had him in there. Well. I texted him. He says, hey, what day, you know, you want to come on? And I texted him the day and just never heard. So um, yeah, then I'm sure he'll be good. Yeah, I we're we're really... off on Mondays because we're closed on Sundays and Mondays, so there'd be no problem. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So he, yeah, I texted him. So uh, most likely we're gonna have him on, uh, multi-time champion, all that stuff. Uh, you know, um, I'm sure it wasn't without any help from Dad, uh, but he's been hanging around your shop for since he was. Freaking Man, I, I have pictures of when my kids <laughs> were like, like a year or two years old. Like I had my kids hauled around to all these shows, like when they were little. <laughs> I have pictures of all of them like holding the cars when we were like, you know, on my extreme vehicle back in the early 2000s. Yeah. And for you guys that don't know Ray, Ray takes pictures of everything. He has so many pictures and most of them are for nobody to ever see again but him. Yeah, I don't even go back and look at them unless somebody asks me to. I mean, I, I've had to revisit the photo archive a couple of times. Mm -hmm. uh, we did a, an event in Brazil. And a couple months later, you know, same competitor went to another event and all this online stuff about, well, how, how did this guy pass? This is illegal for no wall and blah, blah, blah. Right. And I'm like, well, here, here's the pictures of what it was when I judged the vehicle. This is how he competed. I mean, it's been two months. The guy changed it. Like, obviously. Yep. Oh, yeah. You know, yep. Yep. There was another time in Europe and then there was one other time. Oh, just recently, they're talking about a, a vehicle that had a lot of sound deadener on the floor. So I had pictures of, you know, what it looked like the year prior and what it looked like the year after. And the year after, <laughs> it had like 11 or 12 inches of sound deadener on the floor. Oof. You That's know, like, lot. so it, it's a clear difference. We're like, oh, no, it was like that last year. And I'm like, yeah, no, no, it, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Here, here's the picture that shows you that it wasn't <laughs> like that, you know, but I mean, that's it. I, I don't ever share them with anybody. Right. Uh, the, the odd picture I'll send us Lisa if we're doing the rule book and she needs some pictures and stuff like that. But yeah, that's pretty much it. And then every audit that I do for a world record, I take pictures of everything so that if anybody comes in and comes in a question, I can go back and say, here, here, here's what we audited. This is what we looked at. These are the things that verified that it was good. Right. Yep. So, yeah, and I'm yes, I still use that. an old school camera. I don't, yeah. I don't <laughs> yes. use my cell phone. I actually have a regular camera that I take pictures with. Ah. It's not the disposable one, right? <laughs> yeah, I get like a hundred of the, a hundred of the disposable ones. I just keep snapping pictures and grabbing another one. <laughs> um, are, are you planning on going to Brazil again or? Yes. Okay. Uh, we're not sure when. Um, my guy Louis down there is uh, in training right now. Uh, uh -huh. I was down last year in, I don't remember what time last year, sometime last year anyways. Okay. Um, at that time, he was just coming on as a DB drag racing judge. He's been having a whole bunch of 1X shows. Uh, he's getting a lot more comfortable with the software and the clamps and understanding everything and stuff like that. He does some other punk it out type events and stuff like that so he wow. is a show promoter so he's familiar with that kind of arena and, and doing stuff um mm -hmm. actually alan was just messaging me the other day and stuff like that saying that oh. you know they just had another 1x event and things are going good he's learning a lot um you know stuff that i'm hearing from the other competitors are saying that you know that he's he's come a long way he's kind of pretty much up to speed on and you know, how the term lab works and you know how to set up the multi-monitor and just all the little things that need to be learned and understand right so. yeah uh, yeah, so is, uh, let's see here. Oh, wrong one. Um, yeah, so somebody texted me and asked me to go to Brazil. I just, um, you should go. It's a good event. Um, 
Let's see here. I got to see. Did they tell you to bring Visa gift cards with you? No. Um, Is it Antonio? Uh, Antonio emailed Salisa and I at the same time asking. Yeah, Antonio Costa, right? I think so. I don't know. Yeah. And anyway, yeah. So Antonio, that's the one who was asking me. So I'm supposed to get him a price to fly out there and all that stuff. So. Um, I just tell him it's expensive, but uh, I did. Hard, like. <laughs> uh, I did tell him. Uh, it's me. <laughs> I don't think it's you, Joel. That's asking uh, uh, for him to go to Brazil. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, Joel says he'll uh, go the next time uh, you fly out there or whatever. Go, let him know, and he'll drive his car down there. Where, you, can drive there? You, you can you you can definitely drive from the uh-huh. U.S all the way to Brazil. Yep. So, but anyway, um, and you got to go through a lot of different countries. So yeah, you probably got to make sure that you have all your visas straight for all the different countries that you're going to be driving through. Oh wow. yeah. I, I forgot about that part. Oh, good Lord. Cause each one's different or potentially different. Yeah. Some countries are, are easier than others. So yeah. I remember the first time I went to Brazil, I'm telling you, I had to produce a stack of documents that were like this thick because they wanted to know that I wasn't going to be a burden on their, you know, social system there, the economy and stuff like that. They wanted to make sure I had a positive bank balance for the last 18 months. I needed to show them that my, 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 you know, taxes were filed and everything else for the last three years consecutively. And I needed a letter and I needed to know that my health was good. Like there's, <laughs> there's a ton of hurdles to get through. I sent it in the first time they uh-huh. sent it back and they said they needed more information. I sent it in a second Whoa. time before I got approved. It Is was it crazy. Just cause you're Canadian. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> but no, cause Wayne had to do the exact same thing that I did to, in order for us to go. Cause Wayne oh, went okay. too. Right. Uh-huh. Um, but now it's just, it's way different. So Brazil's changed our classification for we're considered like a friendly nation now. So I can fly to Brazil anytime without a visa now. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did not know that. Other countries like uh, Japan and uh, Australia where we're doing shows and stuff like that, uh, you have to do what's called the digital visa and they're super easy. You just go online to the visa thing, you enter all your information and then it uh, automatically tags it to your, your passport. When you get to the country, they'll scan it and it'll show up right on there digitally and you're good to go. Oh, that's awesome. That's good. Um, uh, so why don't you tell us also, um, Ray, about your little, uh, getting points for world finals end of the year. So how does all that happen and come about (laughs) and whatnot? What do you mean getting points for finals? It's standard. Everybody has to get like their (laughs) set 75 points or 50 points or 25 if you're extreme. No, no, no. Up in Canada where you have four shows a week or whatever for the last three weeks. Or Friday, something. Saturday, Sunday. Yes. Okay, so our our, <laughs> our process typically for and, us. And, oh, wait, I just want to be clear, though. I'm not opposed to it in any way. I think it's a cool idea. Yeah. So, so to, to reduce the cost of entry for competitors to make finals, mm-hmm. we, we were trying to do events that were grouped together. We'll do a Friday night show, a Saturday show, and a Sunday show. All of them are typically about two hours apart, so it's 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 a lot of work still. Mm-hmm. But we'll drive to, for example, we'll drive from here to Lloydminster, which is two hours and 35 minutes approximately to get there. We'll do the show on Friday night, pack up. When we're done the show at around 10 or 11, we drive from there to Saskatoon, which is about another three-hour drive. So we get in at around 1 o'clock. We do the show the following day, pack up there, go to Regina, which is another three hours away. But it gives, you know potential people that want to compete at finals, the ability to get, if they do the gas saver, they could get all of their points and their certification in one weekend and qualify for finals. So now you don't have all these extra days off work to go to events. You don't have all these extra hotel fees and meals out and stuff like that. You could do it in one weekend and take the rest of the summer off and enjoy some family time, work time, whatever other time you want to do, you know, yeah, so I mean that, and and that's how we did it. I mean that's that's how I started the, and it's good for everybody that wants to do it, right? Yep. It, well, also too is you you have a very small window of weather to do yeah. it in, too in Canada. Uh-huh. Uh, Susie so for says us, it's because you guys are awesome. So, <laughs> you know, our, our 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 window of time is like May to you know September. That's all we have. You know, so we mm-hmm. have four months. Uh, 
and even sometimes at the end of May, we'll still get snow. Like we've had snow in June before too. Like it's yeah. crazy. So our, our, our window of, you know, competition season is very small. Unlike, unlike Jeff here, which is having a show at November 12, <laughs> you know, well, it, it was, uh, well, we typically have our shows in Sacramento, Fresno, right. In California. And I mean, it was all the way down to like 65 degrees this weekend. So, oh, my. oh, oh, 65 degrees. <laughs> oh, yes. so my he gosh. Waved. I, so he I think we're like guys. in the 20s right now. <laughs> um, yeah, no, actually, so in Reno, I came in last Monday and I showed on the podcast. It was 17 degrees when I showed up in Reno. That's uh, Fahrenheit for you Canadian yeah. people. <laughs> so, That's um, about minus five or minus 10 or something like that. Yeah. It's colder. Cold as hell. <laughs> no, no, Susie no. says minus uh, 17 uh, last week. Oh, so. we've had like minus 42 here, man. Well, well, it was cold because I was working outside that day. So that was cold. I, I brought my winter jacket after that. So <laughs> I'm surprised you don't have one of those Milwaukee heated vests or whatever. No, 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 no. I, I'm of Scottish descent. We, we're warm blooded folk. So, um, but yeah, so um, Wyatt has a similar issue, right? Where you don't have uh, your, your windows small for shows, right? Yeah, I can, you know, I've done some shows toward the end of April. Normally it's, you know, in the 50s, 55, which isn't horrible, but usually it's very rainy. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, I can still do a show in the rain, but participation and, and the enjoyment factor, right, is a lot lower for people. Um, so I usually same thing, try to start like very early May and then, you know, usually can go into September, but, uh, you know, no problem, but then we start running into points cut off. Right. So I have yes. to balance that. And then, you know, your normal family, social stuff going on and you're getting into the fall time and, and whatever. So, um, you know, definitely a similar ish season. Oh yeah. Tyler says, uh, at one year at finals, it was snowing. I mean, it was, it was, and it was pouring rain here at the same time in California. Wow. The indoor venue is freaking awesome for California. I'm just saying. So well, we're still looking for one in Canada. If we can find one, it'd be awesome. Yes. Uh, I, um, uh, one of the things that somebody brought up to me, do you guys have the spirit Halloween stores up there? Yes. So they typically are empty for the rest of the year. And you may be able to rent one of those out relatively cheap. Ah. Well, the problem is finals is like at the beginning of Oh, October, that's right. No, you can't. And they're right. like right busy then because yes. they come in. At the, typically end of August, beginning of September is when they start coming in, the Spirit oh. Halloween stores. And they yeah. run right until – typically they stay open until about the end of uh, November because they want to liquidate the last of their costumes and stuff like that. Right, right, so, right, right. They're definitely full up and there's no way. Oh, that's and then right. for us in Canada, we have a whole bunch of regulations for running cars inside. Like I need fire marshals and all kinds of crazy Oof. stuff. Yeah, we didn't even have a fire marshal at the one in California. Yeah, you're lucky. Uh, the you're the lucky. lady the lady opened the gate for us and said, All right, just text me if you need something. So the and that was it. right there. That was it. <laughs> um uh, she's oh. a keeper. Are, are you guys doing finals in the same location if we're hey. doing multi? That was cheaper than the tent that we've used in the past in California. Seriously. Wow. Seriously. Dang. That was $200 cheaper than the tent. Than renting a tent for finals, right? Yes. That, that's what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah the oh. white, big white tent that we normally yeah. have for finals. That's $200 more than that indoor venue with a bathroom that flushes. So. <laughs> yeah. Indoor, indoor venue for the win for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yes, uh, Susie says she's working on one for you guys for next year's finals, oh, 2024. Cool. So, um, uh, Jeffrey, uh, just saying, your participation's been up quite a bit in the Texas area uh, from where you started. Obviously, it's growing, yeah, and, and you're doing a really good word, job though. with that. Yeah, you've been really um, – uh, do you guys have any – expectation that you guys can grow large enough that potentially have a another northern uh north america location i don't know what you hear oh, i'm just just saying is that <laughs> is that something you guys would like to shoot for or um i believe so um 
Do you think it you can pull that, that enough participation for that? I think it has to do a lot with knowing about the area first mm -hmm. and foremost and finding, uh, you know, a location. Um, you know, it's something that will probably have to rely on, you know, help from the, the local competitors out here. Um, I think if we could lock that down or or even get um, get it out there that we're looking, um, I think Celise at one event um, had asked like some a, a few select competitors, hey, you know, um, maybe said something about finals coming out this way. And man, I probably had like uh, 10 people tell me, hey, so finals is going to be in Texas, you know, and, and it's like, whoa, 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 you know, but I think, I think in, as important as an important uh, than getting the actual venue itself is maybe getting the word out there that, hey, there is some interest. Um, and, you know, why wouldn't there be? I mean, Texas has produced um, at multiple world champions at every world finals since, you know, I, I don't want, like, I'm patting myself in the back, but since I got here. So, yes. I mean, if that's kind of like, you know, one indication of, hey, we're, we're going to, you know, we're going to the right direction. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's looking hopeful. It's looking hopeful, but uh, ultimately. And Texas is big. It's, it's so big. big. Yes. <laughs> and I'm and telling Ray you, I noise knows because he drove across it a few oh, times. Oh, I, I, I didn't even <laughs> drive the entire Texas. I was in Porter, Porter Annis, Texas, and mm -hmm. I was driving up to Sacramento and I mean, I drove for 12 hours straight at like <laughs> 75 miles an hour, okay? Uh -huh. Other than just to stop to get fuel. And we still weren't out of Texas. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm like, telling you, 75 yeah. miles an hour for 12 hours and we still hadn't exited Texas yet. And like, I think that's the going joke. That's the going joke for, for people driving through Texas that haven't drove through Texas. It's like, you know, they, they'll, they'll be on the road, like you said, 12 hours and they're still in Texas. So it's... Yeah. <laughs> No, you can it's, do the same thing in California, you know, coming exactly. from San Diego go north. to Oregon. Yeah, yeah. Holy mm -hmm. good Lord, you just drive <laughs> and then you go, oh, it's just over that next mountain. Nope, another set of mountains. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's real cool. Uh, oh, another, I just want to bring up too real quick, another guy that's going to be coming on here pretty soon is going to be uh, DV Don. So he'll be a good guy to have out here and talk about stuff and um, be on there. I like Don. He's a good guy. He is a good guy. Um, you know, he, he has some health concerns that take him away, you know, a couple of times he was going to be on here and had, had to go, you know, um, take care of some health concerns. And so, uh, didn't work out, but no, he's, he's a good guy and he's definitely out there. Um, he's not a in the box thinker when it comes to car audio stuff. So he's always a fun guy to have on here. Um, we've had on a couple of times. Um, but we are running up, uh, almost done with our hour. Uh, nobody really cared about the rules this week, which is awesome. Uh, that means, uh, we, our rules must Stability. be ironclad. Yes. Yeah. Stability, yep. right? Our yep. job that much more easier. And, and I will say, um, as a general rule last year, uh, us as judges were more accepting of the rule of, you would say, Hey, this isn't against the rules that you as a competitor would have to come to say within the rules if this fits which is a different mindset than we've had in mm -hmm. the past with dv drag as far as judging and i really think ray was the one who kind of spearheaded that with the us as comp uh, judges to go to competitors like that like yeah it just takes the onus off of us right it puts the onus yep. on them if they're the ones building they should know the rules and if they want to do something that you know doesn't fall within the rules they should find out how it fits in the rules if they're going to do it otherwise it's just not allowed it makes it right. way easier for us and we're not in a defensive position all the time it's just like hey you know what we're here to help you out show me where in the rule book it says it's okay and then we're 100 okay with it and if you can't show me where it says it in the rule book it's okay then we're not going to allow it and then that takes all of that you know bantering back and forth and everything else off the table right we don't have to contend with it yep and i, I think that it, was a great thing uh to move forward with what were you saying oh um i was just gonna say even the basics um yeah some people are still kind of stumped a little bit um believe it or not at finals we had a competitor uh who's he didn't have 30 inch clearance from the uh sensor to the seat back mm -hmm. and you know i somewhere there's had to have been lost in translation there mm -hmm. um you know 
that's why we would suggest, hey, you know, it's in the rule book. You can read the rule book. Um, you know, start off with page one because it's got some, you know, really helpful information. And if he would have read that, he would have maybe had known that there was there needed to be some kind of clearance um, and stuff like that. So I think we just need to also, uh, as soon as we get the rule book, hey, we'll put it out there. A lot of people didn't even know it was downloadable uh, just by being a member. You know, yeah. they were they were expecting that there was a site that they just had Paper to go copy to. or something. You know, but yeah, it, it's downloadable. As as soon as they become a, a DB Dragon member, they can print it up themselves. I, I, you know, I'll tell people, hey, print it up. That you know, you have, you know, something to go by, and and and, you know, make it that much more easier on yourself as well as you know the judges, and just that much more uh, having fun. So, <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, guys. Uh. So yeah. So let's uh, wrap this thing up now. Uh. Wyatt. Where do people see you, talk to you, get information about shows, get in contact with you if they want to host a show? Yeah, so uh, a lot of people tend to just message me on my personal Facebook. I do have a, a Wisco Audio Productions. That's uh, what I run all my events underneath. Um, either my personal page or that work. Um, you know, for me, I usually book my dates out pretty far in advance. I always warn the guys, if you're thinking about having a show, let me know. Uh, you know, I already have one right now that I know for sure is happening in July of next year. You know, some of those shows I get booked ahead of time. Um, and then if you're thinking, hey, I want to have a July show. Well, whoever messages me first, I'm only going to do so many. Right. Um, yeah. So that's usually the best way. Just message me ahead of time and then we can talk and, and try to get something figured out. OK, uh, Ray, people get a hold of you. How and when and why and what? the store fx audio that's me that's right <laughs> that's the easiest way yes if you're in canada and don't know about fx audio you're missing the boat <laughs> yeah i don't have facebook i don't have instagram i don't right. have yeah man i don't have any social media you just gotta call me <laughs> call the store yeah you know that's pretty much it ah, okay and but, he's I mean, always people, there <laughs> people can just google fx audio and then yeah. automatically it'll pop up right okay uh fx audio it's not alberta oh. where is it at uh, spruce grove Spruce Grove. Yes. Yeah. FX Audio, Spruce Grove. I don't know if there's any other FX Audios. So. Uh, there's one in Edmonton because we have two stores, but oh, either one works. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Are there uh, multiple judges in Canada that uh, people can go to, like if they wanted to do an event like on the other coast or something like that? Well, there, there we did have a 2X certified judge out, in, out east, but then he kind of mm -hmm. disappeared. So I don't know what happened because <laughs> he came to finals in 2000 and. 19 maybe 2019 i think it was mm -hmm. he got fully certified he volunteered his time to get his 2x certification and then basically after that he just totally disappeared like oh. gone just mm. ghosted everybody I, i'm like okay whatever uh we have another guy out east uh doing some 1x events and stuff like that right now mm -hmm. and i mean for us i mean we're pretty i mean 1x events you can yeah basically anybody can do them Right. You know, that's a shop or a car group or whatever. And I encourage that all the time. Like mm -hmm. we, the more one X events we have, the more potential we have for them to come to two X, three X and then participate at finals. Right. So yeah. if we get out there and we tell everybody all about it and how much fun it is and, you know, it's, it's good promotion for the, the store or whatever you're having the venue mm -hmm. at. It's good advertising for them. Oh, yeah. um, it just, you know, brings in community and the crowd and everything else. So. So if you guys are listening, you guys for from Canada, you know, on the maybe the other coast, throw an event. You know, you you could always count on uh, Ray to you know give you some pointers, or if you yeah. need him to go out and you know show you the ropes. Hey, we we'd like to get all of Canada to be involved. Yeah, for sure. And and, and yeah, honestly, Canada's a big landmass. It's yeah, big. It is. It is. <laughs> it's big. Um, we can't put it all on you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I will say, um, if you are trying to be a judge or you are interested in doing 1X, uh, anybody can get a hold of me and I will mm -hmm. do everything in my power to help you technically wise, um, setting up the events, all that stuff. I'll help walk you through it. I'll help you tell you what you need to do at the events. Um, you know, and I, I'm pretty sure Jeffrey will do the same thing, Wyatt, Ray. Mm -hmm. It's we want the event to be successful. Uh, the main reason we want it to be successful is because it's our name. So we are DB Drag uh, as a group. Um, and so we want DB Drag to flourish. And 
if there's a way we can make your event better because you want to host a DB drag event, we will do what we can to make it as successful as possible because uh, that helps grow the name of the organization. And because we always want somebody to come in and have a good time at one at a DB drag style event. Um, and the best way we can do that is help you guys. Even if you're running a one X, um, there's a lot of things that, I mean, Ray and I have been doing these events for well over 20 years. And, um, you know, there's simple setup stuff that just makes an event so much easier. Uh, looking at how the cars are going to run in the lanes, out of the lanes. Um, simple things like trash cans. Having, you know, yeah. trash can next to the tent, a couple of trash cans out where the cars park. Um, huge difference in the way the event runs. So, um, you know... Uh, inviting a taco truck so in california we have taco trucks everywhere so invite a taco truck to an event you know or i don't know what they have up in canada and you know <laughs> freaking uh, yeah, we just call them food trucks okay they're not specifically <laughs> taco trucks oh we have taco trucks. trucks in california they're taco trucks and, and and you go to the restaurant you order taco truck tacos right jeffrey <laughs> yeah that's yeah, that's I, the I little like that's the little three inch Little taco truck oh, tacos. The, oh, the uh, street tacos. Street tacos, yeah. Yeah. Or like taco truck tacos. tacos. Yes. Yeah, uh, but a lot of this stuff here is is outlined in what I'm not a lot not a lot of people know about. Um, Sleese has put out a judge's yes. handbook, which um, I mean I, I have access to it. I mean I know a lot of us do. do. Yeah. Um, so, it, like I had I emailed one to um, to Josh Tattoo when he was uh, covering for oh. you at that uh, event and uh, mm -hmm. yeah so i hope hopefully that helped him out but uh yeah a lot of these ideas and you know they're tried and true already and you know salise was nice enough to put them in a judge's handbook so just readily available for people that's interested in in hosting an event yep all right jeffrey tell us about your event behind you oh uh, i got a show going on this sunday november 12th it's going to be at crossfire car audio in grapevine texas if you guys are in the area, definitely come check it out. Uh, we're going to be doing a couple of giveaways again. Uh, this event uh, got a bunch of uh, uh, really cool swag from Sleece at finals. Got some more bags that we can give away. We got some. Uh, oh, we got some finals backpacks that we're going to be giving away. Also, uh, this was a good hit. Uh, these BB uh, Drag Racing jersey. This is a commemorative. 25th anniversary one, which is probably priceless for those uh, <laughs> hardcore DB draggers. Uh, we're going to be giving some of those out. Um, at the last event, uh, I gave one out to the loudest of the day and then to the uh, first base racer to hit that 0.99. So they got a shirt. And then I had this one competition, which was kind of funny. Uh, uh, I've kind of like I'll I'll do these these kind of zany competitions for uh, for free stuff that a lot of people like and and last event it was kind of funny let me tell you about it it's uh so I had these two people I gave them each a clipboard paper and a pen and I said start off at this far away from the tent as soon as you write down this word just run it up to me the first person that does will win a T-shirt well so I told them okay. Uh, you know, Crossfire was a sponsor. I says, okay, I need you to write down the word Crossfire backwards on the clipboard and bring it to me. You'll be the winner. And <laughs> it, it's kind of funny. I have it on video somewhere. I'll, I'll be sure to post it. But uh, yeah, so I, I want to be able to do that. It, it kind of got the crowd kind of involved and uh, maybe do more of that. Uh, we'll, we'll maybe get a, a bigger turnout or, or, or whatever. But uh, uh, yeah, so that's going on uh, this Sunday. Um, I, I just checked the forecast. It should be no precipitation, maybe like 9% or something like that. So cross your fingers. Hopefully that all works <laughs> out. Um, but uh, yeah, if you, again, you guys are in the area. Come check it out. You guys will uh, have fun for sure. Uh, Toys for Tots coming up too? Uh, Toys you... for Tots, we're shooting for uh, December, uh, maybe early December. Uh, we're still working that out, but uh, for sure, it's uh, it's going to happen in Texas. Toys for Tots for you, Ray? Um, no, I don't. I mean, it'll be like really cold and okay. lots of snow by then. <laughs> how about how about you, Wyatt? Same issue? Yep, same problem for me. Okay. Um, so for uh, me, my Toys for Tots, December 10th, 
Uh, that would be at Nyman's, you know, big badass show, tons and tons and tons yeah. of participation. Um, uh, I don't know, we raised, I don't know, $7,000 or something like that. Just silly amounts of money. Uh, we have a raffle with like over 300 items in it. Um, you know, it, it's, it's for a great cause. Uh, we give what we, you know, two, at least two trailer loads of toys uh, we give out to the uh, women's ba- batter women's shelter and the um, Shriners. So, um, you know, it's a good thing. That's December 10th. Make sure you guys come participate. Uh, also, uh, Tennessee Base Racers, it looks like they're doing one the weekend of the 18th, a Toys for Tots event. So if you guys are in that area, uh, please participate with them. Um, remember this is a time for us to give back to people that don't have as much as us. And if you got enough money to buy a stereo system and participate, then you probably have more than quite a few people out there. And this is an opportunity for you to kind of share what you do have. Uh, you know, we're all about that. Um, like I said, the car audio community is awesome. Somebody's in trouble yeah. and we need help or something. Um, we usually do a great job of rallying behind that person. So continue to do that with the Toys for Tots. Is yeah, and uh, speaking of uh, fundraiser, I think, uh, who was it? It was Chris Caudell came on the show a few weeks yep. ago talking about a fundraiser he was having for, for a teammate for uh, yep. Mike Jones. And they just mm-hmm. had theirs this weekend. And uh, wow, go check it out on Chris Gregory's site. He's got you know all the details. How much he's, uh, I think he estimated in uh, getting from the fundraiser. It was over, I believe, ten thousand um, dollars. Awesome. You know, so yeah, if there's like a worthy cause, you know, I guess us as car audio enthusiasts, we could all come together, you know, and help for one of our own, and uh, yeah, we do a lot of good things together. All right, guys. Uh, just want to say thanks again for uh, being here, guys. Uh, apparently, our our rules are awesome because uh, <laughs> nobody had any real questions for us to go through any rules for them. So that's cool. Um, we'll continue to do this once a month. Uh, you know, trying to figure some stuff out for you guys and help. If there's a, a rule change or something, we'll bring that to you. Uh, but once again, I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you to Ray. Thank you, Wyatt. Thank you, Jeffrey, as always. Um, if you guys want to check us out, come on and be here again next week at uh, 5.30 California time. Once t- again, the only time that does matter. So uh, we'll be here next week with uh, This Week in Cardio. Peace. We're out. <laughs>